biggest cover-up in all of human history. No, it's not the Titanic, and it's not JFK, and it's not the USS Liberty. No, according to Karen Kingston, the biggest cover-up in human history is happening right now, right in front of our eyes. It's the explosion of the global nanotechnology industry. Karen says that globalist elites who control the health and pharma and tech industries have been advancing nanotech for decades, all while lying relentlessly about its very existence. But in the last five years, nanotech took a huge leap forward with the engineering of the COVID-19 virus and then its bioweapon injections. But according to Karen, despite how obvious it is, they just lie right to our faces. They just tell us nanotech isn't real, you conspiracy theorist idiot. They tell us that even hundreds upon hundreds of industry documents already exist, clearly stating that COVID shots contain nanotechnology for the purposes of merging biological humans with digital nanotechnologies is all fake. You must be controlled opposition sent here to discredit the anti-vax movement. All the way back in 2000, the National Nanotechnology Initiative was launched. Every year, it gets more than a billion dollars in taxpayer funding your money funding our own demise from organizations like the NIH and the Defense Department. Hundreds of peer-reviewed papers and proposed technologies have come out. In 2017, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health put out a seven-year safety plan for protecting workers who manufacture nanotech. In 2014, the FDA published loose guidelines on how to use nanotech in your food, in your cosmetics, in your medicine, in your supplements, even in the tobacco that you smoke or chew. Now, as we are clearly on the cusp of a revolution in transhumanism where nanotechnology is used for human-directed evolution, they all turn around and say, actually, nanotechnology just isn't real. Karen Kingston is with us now. Why will nobody else talk about nanotechnology? Yeah, thanks for bringing this up, Stu. It's such an important topic because it is the weapon that's being used right now on humanity, and not just on hu humanity, but on all biological life forms. Yet no one's willing to talk about the nanotechnology that is a $30 trillion industry because that is the weapon that's being used against us. So at this point, if we name the weapon, then it's pretty easy to name the criminals, and I would start with Pfizer. And there is no regulation that protects Pfizer from using electromagnetic devices that are nanotechnology that caused harm on civilians. There's no legislation to protect them. And I think that's a big part of why people are denying the existence of nanotechnology. So there was even a survey done in 2009 of, you know, we'll just call them the titans of nanotech. And these are the industry leaders. And when they were first approached about the survey about how to regulate nanotechnology, whether or not to inform consumers, the majority of responders said, what nanotech industry are you talking about? So they intentionally did this in the secret in secrecy. And then when asked, you know, who should regulate it, they said, well, we should regulate the industry, right? Because ultimately, if we make an unsafe product, then consumers are going to be aware of it. And we can't be protected by um, government regulations if we harm consumers. So the buck stops with us. So as I said on your show in January 2022, the buck stops with Pfizer. 
And nobody is willing to talk about this. Not one doctor, not one scientist, not one attorney. Not one presidential candidate, not one alternative media host, not one mainstream media pundit. Nobody is willing to talk about nanotechnology, despite the fact that we have irrefutable, undeniable, microscopic imagery of nanotechnology inside of the vials that were manufactured and distributed by Pfizer. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dr. Anna Mohasia has done a great job leading the nanotech investigation. I mean, she's almost like Upton Sinclair in the meat industry in the early 1900s. But people aren't talking about the legal angle. They're not talking about how this nanotech, the existence of nanotechnology has completely shattered uh, any immunity that, that Pfizer and the manufacturers have. Right. Because you cannot inject people with electromagnetic devices. And I think the other thing that people don't realize is that this industry has been around, you know, like you had said, for over 20 years, really booming, beginning in the year 2000. And even in cosmetics, Revlon and Estee Lauder have invested over a half billion dollars in patents alone using nanotech. And when you take a look at the studies that they did, whether or not it's safe, what do they say? Oh, we're not sure if it's safe or not yet. Now, there's, there's also another study that was just published in February of this year in Applied Biotechnologies, uh, and it said the uh, uncontrolled use of nanoparticle technology has caused irreparable damage to all biological uh, and animal life forms on the planet by disrupting the microflora, the microbiota. So there is nanoparticle technology right now that's being released across the planet uh, that is disrupting the bacteria that's in our oceans, that's in our lakes, that's in our, our soil. Uh, it's disrupting um, funguses. It's disrupting algae. And it's it's now accelerating the loss and the change of life to all life forms. And nobody's talking about this. You know, and I think if consumers knew that there was nanotechnology in their cosmetics, in their food supply, in the soil, in the air, and the purposes of it, the exposure for the last 20 years, was so our, that our bodies would get used to it and not have a severe rejection or allergic reaction to it. So by the time they were ready to inject human beings with the nanotechnology, uh, we wouldn't have such a overt reaction to, to rejecting it from our bodies. What could some of these reactions hard. be? I mean, could it be inflammation that causes cancer? Could it be inflammation that causes stroke? Could it be inflammation that causes congestive heart failure? Could some of the things that we see our relatives, loved ones, family members, friends dying from, you know, this long battle with such and such, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, could actually be attributed to being poisoned with nanotechnology over the last several decades? Exactly. And, and, and the nanotechnology, what the industry experts do know is these inorganic materials, whether it's the titanium, whether it's silicone, whether it's graphene oxide, which is not disclosed because it's a trade secret, according to the Graphene uh, Council organization. So when they use graphene oxide in nanotech, uh, whether it's in your cosmetics or your COVID-19 injection, they don't have to tell you. Um, so, so the, what it's causing is it loves the reproductive system and it loves the central nervous system. And what's interesting is it, the industry even talks about Nature Nanotech published an article in 2021 saying now we can use nanoparticles to create these particles that mimic viruses. They confess that COVID-19 is an engineered nanoparticle. And, and when Dr. Robert Malone was interviewed on Joe Rogan, I believe it was December of 2020, he had said, he was talking about how the spike protein uh, causes inflammation in the brain. He was alluding to the fact that it was a neuro weapon. And he said, you know, the spike, whether it's in the vaccine, whether it's the virus, whether it's the adenovirus vector, 
you know, the mRNA, the virus itself, goes to the blood-brain barrier and causes inflammation. He himself almost accidentally admitted that the SARS-CoV-2 virus was a mod RNA nanoparticle. It was an engineered nanoparticle that was designed to be a weapon of mass destruction that was designed to also be a neural weapon. Dr. Robert Malone actually also sat down with Glenn Beck. Now, you would argue, I mean, it's pretty obvious that nanotechnology is part of the transhumanist movement, correct? I mean, and Dr. Robert Malone sat right in front of Glenn Beck and said, this is transhumanism. I mean, this is this mRNA technology is the introduction of transhumanism. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly how he said it, but that's what he said. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And, and what Dr. Robert Malone has said is backed up by peer-reviewed publications in nanotechnology. Uh, where they say the COVID-19 injections are the entry point to merge the, the biological with the digital realm. It's, it's in dozens. Okay, my thing is this, right? He admits to helping create the mRNA vaccine. How come he's not arrested for the things he's letting out? How come he's still alive? Because wouldn't the government want him uh, unalived? Just saying of articles and and my my frustration with our movement is again when i was on your show the very first time i said i wish people i, I hope people listen to facts and evidence and not others opinions so if you go into the nanotech industry the synthetic biology industry Stu, there's decades, there's hundreds of thousands of publications that talk about the use of nanotechnology, that talk about the fact that these are inorganic materials, that they are metals, that address the fact that these cause uh, harm to your central nervous system specifically. They, and, and they also cause sterility among men and women specifically. And then the heart inflammation, liver, liver disease, kidney disease, and cancers, well, that's just a given. That's just a given. And they're saying, yeah, it causes that, but it's still safe. So let's address the cult of Scientology. These people that write for the New York Times and the Rolling Stone and, you know, the Daily Beast and the New York Times, if I haven't mentioned them, the mainstream media in general, all of these major publications, these, you know, that they're filled with lies. But the cult of Scientology, the same people that tell you to trust science are denying the existence of a science that has hundreds of peer-reviewed papers. It's right out on the wide open. They're, they're denying that this particular science even exists. Yeah, and, and the reason why is because it's more than a $30 trillion industry that has infiltrated the pharmaceutical industry, the biotech industry, the, um, the military complex, uh, and it's also technology, and it's infiltrated the financial banking industry with CBDC. So if anyone talks about this technology, um, and people become aware that, that they're being injected with technologies that were originally developed as weapons of biowarfare. As of 2016, they were still identified as such. And in 2017, they filed a patent as such. So if civilians become aware of this, they would shut it down. And that would cause the complete collapse of this whole global plan. Um, so if you talk about it, your funding's cut off and your head's probably going to be on the chopping block. And, and so, Stu, that's the reason why other platforms aren't talking about it, uh, whether they, they um, admit to it or not, right? Um, and, you know, there's a thing called controlled opposition. And, and people think of that as, um, well, that means someone knows they're directly working for the bad guys. It's, it's No, it means that you're controlled. It means that you're being manipulated. So these other platforms, uh, these other doctors are being told, 
you don't want to be, talk about nanotechnology because it's going to make you sound crazy. Where they're really saying you don't want to talk about nanotechnology because if people figure out that they were injected with electromagnetic devices, um, game over. All of our uh, money goes away. All of our in, all of our money goes away. All of our influence goes away. All of our control, all of our power goes away if you discuss yeah. this. That's what they're really saying. But in 2014, the FDA, who we're told to trust, you know, by the cult of Scientology, the new science, the FDA published guidelines on how to use nanotech in food and cosmetics and supplements and medicine and even in tobacco. So denying its yeah. existence, these trusted experts, or as you call them, controlled opposition, which a lot of people loosely use that term. For example, if you speak out against some policies of the Messiah, Donald Trump, you are, must be controlled opposition. Or if you say you know, that you don't like late-term abortions and the murder of babies, well, then you must be controlled opposition. Or if you say that there's graphene oxide or nanotechnology in the shots, then you're crazy. Or if you release a documentary seen 100 million times across the face of the planet called Died Suddenly, then you're controlled opposition that is only here to create dissent within the movement and to discredit conservatives. You're controlled opposition. No, they're admitting that this stuff is out there. And you are being controlled. Not you, Karen Kingston. The audience, the people who would say, well, you must be controlled opposition. That's, that's the problem. See, if you can't look at a candidate as a human being with flaws and errors that you have to call out when they act out or when they do something that's completely against um, the best interests of the people voting for them. If you can't do that. It's time to get out of politics. It's time to just, you know what? You all are dirty, left and right, Democrat, Republican. It's time to get out of politics. And the thing is, I could never stand with people who are for Trump. And they, when you tell them, look, this guy pushed Operation Warp Speed. He was pushing that poison um, to everyone. Okay. And it, it, it's like this. Trump. He gave you a choice whether to take the Jim Jones juice. Biden forced you to take the Jim Jones juice. Which one is worse? Both are worse because they both pushing the poison. One gives you a choice. The other doesn't. It's the same thing. They're still pushing it. And when you mention that, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. People just just get prepared. All right. We have so much going on and you're going to have to fend for yourself because people are just when things get rough and people are going to look at you because you prepared, they're going to look at you as a target. It's going to happen. You're going to have those people who are not prepared and they've made that decision to get that uh, Jim Jones juice. And they're going to look at you with envy and hate. And they're going to try and get what you want. Get what you have. I'm not saying don't be kind Don't be kind to them. Okay, but there are those who want to harm you. I'm going to lash out at you because they don't like the fact that they're on the losing team. Oh, it's going to get worse. It will get worse. And when it gets biblical... When you can't buy or sell, that's when it's really going to get real. It's here to discredit the conservative movement or the anti-vax movement because we actually have real factual statistical data to talk about here. Well, 
We have real factual statistical data from the FDA and hundreds of peer-reviewed journals that say right here, publications that, that, can, that clearly show you nanotechnology is being used across the spectrum. You say that it's irreparable in two minutes. Why is that? Because nanotechnology is technology that works at the atomic level. The laws of physics change at that point. So, for example, nanotechnology is hijacking the photosynthesis process right now in plants around the globe. That means instead of producing oxygen, they're producing these multi-species proteins or they could even produce plastics. Uh, and it also, it, it's damaging nanotechnology is nanotoxic at the genetic level. It's destroying our mitochondria. So it's causing uh, permanent genetic changes uh, that are harmful to all biological life forms. This should be and the most viewed segment that we've ever done, actually. And every single so-called elected representative and trusted health movement expert, medical freedom, trusted you know, representative, scientist, doctor, uh, trusted experts should be held accountable if they're not acknowledging the fact that we are being inundated with nanotechnology all over the place. Uh, it's in your food. It's in your cosmetics. It's in your supplements. It's in your medicine. It's not medicine. And, and, it's murderous. And, 30 and seconds. Sorry. And injecting it directly into the bodies of adults and children uh, is, is a crime. It, it is a weapon. It is being used as, as a weapon to cause permanent genetic changes, which is to the extermination of our species, as well as to cause um, permanent disabling diseases that will ultimately lead to death. So the shots need to be seized. We need to start to where we need to start with. And the weapon is not a vaccine. The weapon is nanotechnology. And there is no law or legislation protecting Pfizer or any other manufacturer. Despite whatever prominent figurehead of power or prominence tries to tell you uh, that they are protected by congressional immunity. They are not. Pfizer is acting in a criminal way, crimes against humanity, and they should be rolled on immediately. And their assets should be seized in America and every country across the planet. And those responsible for manufacturing these weapons of biowarfare should be held to account. And when they're found guilty, should be sentenced with extreme accountability. Karen Kingston, thank you so much. Personally, they, I think Pfizer and all these people who are down with the satanic world elite, they need to face the death penalty. This is no, this this is this is Hitler levels of tyranny. So I got to say for now.